Today, I'm talking with the wonderful Bridie Walker. Bridie is the owner and creator of She Moves. It's an online Pilates and wellness studio dedicated to helping women transform their relationship with their bodies with food and with exercise. The monthly membership program started back in 2019 and has a growing community of fun, busy women working on making the time for their mental health and their physical health. Bridie's approach to health and fitness is much the same as her approach to life. Make it fun. No time for the BS and who cares what you look like. Let's take imperfect action together. Bridie is passionate about helping women let go of that all or nothing approach to health and fitness and empowering them to build trust in themselves so that they feel strong, confident and free in their body for the long haul. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with Bridie and I hope you do too. If you'd like to find out some more information, check out madeformore.com.au forward slash podcast for the show notes. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Made For More podcast. I'll be sharing my experiences along with some actionable advice to take your leadership to the next level. Introducing your host, it's me, Ali Nitschke. I'm a leadership and courageous conversations expert, a Nutella lover, a mother of four young boys, a wife and a dance floor junkie. I'm here to give you the motivation you need to level up, lead yourself, lead your team and your business. Let's go. Ah, well, thank you so much. We've got a very special guest on the podcast today. I have got Bridie from She Moves. Welcome, Bridie. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for being here. As you know, we were just talking about earlier, I am a huge fan of the message that you're sharing into the world and absolutely love the content that you're putting out uh, for all of your beautiful She Moves women. So what I would like to talk about today and uh, for those of us, uh, for those people that are listening is uh, can you tell us a little bit about where you've come from, how you got to She Moves and where you're going? So she moved started because I actually had a Pilates studio and was doing classes in person. And then like many of us, you have kids and then things start to shift and change. I was doing a boot camp before that and classes at gyms before that, went out on my own and then was like, okay, what am I going to do now? Especially after my second baby, I was like, things need to, I need this isn't really working. Then I started doing a few YouTube videos and stuff because I found the gym. You had to book the kids into the crash and then you're like, oh my God, I just want to go now. I don't want to have to book. And then I felt that the YouTube videos weren't personal enough or there wasn't any kind of accountability or connection. And so that's how She Moves started. And that was a year and a half ago. And it's been a really fun time and it's been very great since it started. And then I guess where is it going? Hopefully growing and just further building the community. I've always had this vision to make it a real space where women feel not only like they're getting fit and healthy and all of that sort of stuff, but also really feeling connected to other women because that is, I think, what we all really want, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And look, I can certainly agree with you there. But by the time you start having kids and they're running around everywhere and the sleep schedule, yours and theirs, is completely out of whack what used to be your regular gym routine and trying to fit in some kind of fitness and uh, manage that work-life work-life juggle or work-life blend oh, yeah. uh, ends up being a logistical nightmare. So I love, um, I love that you've created She Moves and I love what it's all about. 
And what I think is really great is how you mentioned that you wanted to build a community of women. Mm. And I think that's so important uh, these days is, you know, there is that saying, it takes a village. And I'm totally. a massive advocate for that, currently recruiting for some uh, villages of my own because my yeah. family is quite dispersed. But there is some real power around having a tribe of women or, you know, a tribe of people around you that are, are totally getting what you're doing and where you're going. So I love that. Totally. So, when you started She Moves, I mean, there's the mainstream gyms where you can go and there's 24-7 and things like that. But when yeah. it comes to being like really personal, so what made you decide that that's what needed to happen for you and for She Moves? I guess that's what I craved. And my biggest issue that I had with the fitness industry that I found myself in as well was that it can be very intimidating. And even as a PT and a Pilates teacher and a yoga teacher, I found yoga studios completely intimidating it's like oh my god I'm not zen enough or like I don't have beads on and KX Pilates and things like that are really intimidating or you've got to be wearing a crop top or you know when you're feeling sometimes like crap but you know that a workout will make you feel better I think having a place that you can come and go oh she just woke up she looks like shit you know like, <laughs> and, oh she's and, the same as me yeah exactly <laughs> and like isn't always occasionally looks nice in active wear but occasionally just is in like whatever I slept in and so just something real because I just think there's so much bs out there when it comes to health and fitness and what that looks like and I mean the biggest focus in she moves is always how it feels versus what it looks like and that is something that I try to every workout really remind clients of because I think we need that constant reminder because Instagram and stuff is so overwhelmed with either perfection or this manicured authenticity and feeling good in your body isn't necessarily dancing around in your underwear and it's not necessarily only eating green smoothies there is a huge gap between all and nothing or body positivity and diet culture there's a big range in between those two places and I wanted to be somewhere in the middle there Yeah, Mm. I love that. And I think it's very true what you say. There's certainly a bit of the old Kool-Aid that's happening on uh, curated Instagram feeds where everyone's so busy in the pursuit of authenticity that it ends up being everything but authentic. So I love that you just, you riff and you go with it. And sometimes mornings are a hot mess. And I've seen some of your snippets where the kids come in and that is hashtag real life, you know. Very, very hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or I trip over or I'm like, I'm not having a great time either, guys, but we will feel better in the end. Yeah. Because I think sometimes you need to hear that, you know, not someone there like hardly sweating and not puffing and yeah, it's a hot mess, but that's real life. (laughs) I want to make it look like you're working hard as well. So when you talk about feeling better, tell me, because this is a lot of your messaging and what you believe in, Mm. tell me, you know, sometimes you will wake up feeling a little bit groggy and most people, you know, do unless you're Mm. some kind of super whiz that jumps out of bed at five in the morning. But tell me what's your idea or how you teach, um, how you're going to feel? What is it? people do well I really encourage future pacing and thinking about how you will feel when it's done because no one like as much as everyone loves to think that I wake up like bing hi guys how you going that is not the case my husband will vouch for I'm like huh once you rev up once you've done something and if you can focus on that post-workout coffee or that post-workout porridge or whatever it is you just feel so much better and the biggest thing is that you feel proud there's this thing about lose weight and you'll feel confident but Mm. I'm always trying to teach clients because that's what I've learned is show up for yourself 
yourself and do the things that you know you should but really can't be bothered doing but you do it and you feel so good and you feel proud of yourself and that's where the confidence comes from not necessarily your body actually changing that much you just feel better so then when you feel better you do more of the things that make you feel that way do the hard stuff because you're worth it to feel better exactly and and I think there's this real I was talking to someone about this yesterday it's mums or women's self-care is like I'm going to see my friends and we'll smash a cheese platter and bottle of champagne or 10 but we feel guilty or like we can't don't have time to show up and work out for half an hour three times a week and what I'm trying to gently remind clients is like we know that you can do both and the more you do it the more you teach the others around you that that makes you a better version of yourself yeah when we are depleted totally absolutely yeah um it's interesting you should say that because I had a bunch of work that I needed to do last night but by the time I put the kids into bed and stumbled my way down the stairs after sitting in the dark I was like oh no I'm too tired now and so I watched Netflix for two hours which I don't normally do and then this morning I was like I could have used that two hours I know know. but then also sometimes sometimes you just really need that Netflix hit don't you (laughs) I did just have a whole weekend away with my girlfriend so like I was just being lazy it was good Yes, definitely had too much cheese platter, but we yeah, did but that's so. that's great. That, but the, but this is the thing as well in the in the not all or nothing. It's like we do all the things. Like mm. you drink the champagne, you eat the cheese platter, you don't drink for a while, and you eat healthy things. Like it, we, moderation we, in real life. Moderation we can for be the all day the woman. things exactly. Uh, so I know that you talk a little bit about this as well around the stories that you tell yourself. So at Made for More, we talk a lot around getting your mindset right, more from mm-hmm. a leadership perspective. But a lot of the head junk that we carry around with us really impacts you. Know, our ability to get up and get going in the morning, how we feel in our clothes, how uh, we look, what we eat, all of that type of thing. What are some of the stories that you used to tell yourself that you now realise they were Mm. falsies? So many, so many (laughs) um, that I'm not thin and fit enough to be a PT, that why would anyone listen to you unless you've got a six pack, like all that stuff. And before even my fitness, huge body image issues. I was a chubby kid, was told my whole life, you're big boned, oh, it's just puppy fat you've lost weight all that shit that you just think like why do grown-ups say that stuff to children but anyway so massive massive I did a lot of work around that and really trying to train my brain to be like you need to just see yourself in the current reality and actually show up as who you want to be rather than who you built this story of who you are do you know what I mean and I see it with clients so often and I and I totally get it because I was there too and I still am in some ways of like I'm not a gym person or I'm not like a workout in my crop top person or that's not who I am and so then we think because of that all or nothing with exercise then I mean I had it but then I see so many clients with it of like you can't be fit because you're not a fitness like a gym junkie yeah yeah and so we're always I'm always trying to weave in that mindset shift of like we can be all the things yeah so rather than the one or the other it's one and the other 
Exactly. So you can wear yeah. a crop top and you can have a cheese platter and you yes. can yeah. be a gym junkie and also a super cuddly mum at home, you know, yeah. also all of those. Well, and just to be to be a fit, healthy person, you get to define what that means for you. Yeah. So that might just mean eating some more veggies or working out or just walking your dog. You get to decide rather than feeling like we have to fit into this box of like what one thing is. And yeah, the beliefs about ourselves, I mean, God, it just is ruling our whole lives. Basically what we, it is, is deep seated beliefs. And I've talked to women one-on-one and just the things that we're holding on to from being kids and then how we show up or don't in our life is just like, it's heartbreaking, but also when you see people starting to move past that, it's amazing. It's great. It is amazing how much we, uh, we're conditioned during childhood and how much we carry that through to adulthood. And more often than not, we don't even realise that it's a, a limiting belief or uh, something that we've been holding on to that doesn't serve us. It's actually not true. And it's only true because we're letting it be true. Yeah, so I think it's I so know. important, particularly and, around body image. And, and true is such a, um, like, I think we're living in an incredible age of Instagram because whatever you want to see as a body ideal or a beauty, you can find, you know, there is someone out there who will be showing up in a different way than you are, but with your body shape and your size or your a similar face or hair or whatever. And so you can go out and try and find it. And if we're going back to body image, I always um, suggest clients start to curate their feed on Instagram and stuff with heaps more diversity, bigger people, smaller people, beautiful women, less, you know, like really yeah. well-dressed, stylish women, all the things. And then notice what comes up. If you're feeling envious, try and think about what that is, why that's making you feel like that. Or if it's making you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. start to identify that too. Because I think, and we're seeing a huge movement at the moment with Black Lives Matter and stuff in diversity. But I think just seeing more of the things that we are not familiar with or that we see, we don't see as often and deliberately curating that for a little while yeah. really does change your mindset. Um, yeah. Even if it's following plus size models and, um, and, and being aware of what comes up for you in that. And if you have judgments or that makes you feel good, I find it a really interesting thing. And I think it's really important for women to do because we've got so much of this kind of judgment, comparison stuff going on. Whereas if we yeah. can try and just look at everyone and not think about what they look like but how it impacts us that gets a good kind of you know self-assessment going on yeah yeah that's really interesting it's hard work that people don't always want to do (laughs) yeah and I think it's one of those things because of the way um that Facebook and Instagram and the algorithms work is you start looking and seeing only what you've been looking and seeing at the way that it all works so I love that you deliberately go and curate your feed for diversity Mm. I think that's I'm going to write that down for a tip of my life Um, But it is amazing because you kind of forget that there's more out there because you end up just in in this, uh, I guess, in a lane. Totally, totally in a bubble. And um, my mum was talking about it because she has been doing it with American politics, Mm -hmm. trying to follow the other side and um, see what their views are. And she's like, it's horrifying, but it's, it's good to know and it's interesting to get the other side rather than just always getting your own beliefs fed back to you because 
then that's how we change and grow and, you know, growth mindset and all that. (laughs) Yeah. And even, um, you know, we're going to digress a little bit here, but with mainstream media, you know, um, everyone has an opinion, particularly in Australia, around Trump and um, those political views. But Mm. we only see what we're provided, you know, we're only privy to the information that comes from the media. And then I've got friends that are American and they're like, oh, well, it's actually quite different over there, Mm. the other side. So we actually only get fed. Yes. We only consume uh, the information that we want to. But yeah, Mm. you're very, that's so true. I'm going to need to think about my own feed. Yeah, it's just interesting to do as an experiment. And I cull all the time. Like if I just think um, this actually isn't making me feel great, Mm. I kind of think about why that might be, but then also just get it out of your life. You know, like it can be when people are like, oh, Instagram's really bad. I think there are some elements of it. But um, generally it's like, well, just unfollow the things that you don't like about it, you know? Yeah, and particularly if it's stuff that you love, but it's also a bit comparison, um, you know, when you're feeling a bit of lack of. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's great. So you have some young children. Mm-hmm. How old yes. are they now? Four and a half and two and a half. Oh, how fun is two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah, no, they are good, keep me busy, definitely have me constantly with my four-year-old daughter, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, going to fill her with limiting beliefs, you know, in the darkest times. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, Did I say the wrong thing? I'm like, oh, okay, just my parents are like, okay, you got to chill. Just Apparently we've got to seven, so a lot of the conditioning for limiting and, beliefs happened to seven. And yeah. also I think, like, we're really in this day and age also, if I can guide my child and be like, you're going to have, everyone's got some shit to deal with. Whether yeah. you want to or don't, you don't have to. But if you go and talk to someone, a professional, they will be able to help you in your life. You know, therapy has been one of the greatest things and greatest tools and most freeing things I've ever done. So yeah. I was like, there you go. I can hand you over <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself. You'll be good. So can we go there on your um, therapy? So tell me mm. about that. What stage in your life did you go or did so, you recognise that you needed some external help? Well, I was pregnant with my daughter, gender's irrelevant, but I was pregnant with my first child and I had a Pilates studio and I kind of, I was just feeling so held back by myself and I was just like ah this is so frustrating and I knew that I was still had some body image stuff and like I just went and I heard about this amazing guy who's in Adelaide and he's the best dude ever I probably went solidly for a year like my mum's a counsellor so I'd grown up with a lot of that chat and you know her making me listen to Louise Hay and all this sort of stuff Um, but I guess sitting down with someone who was totally objective, totally could validate. I think validation is the biggest thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. just someone to be like, yeah, I see why you feel like that. You're like, yeah, oh, a different perspective. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not mad. So it was totally like first world things, but we're in the first world. And we're in the first world. Why, this is one of my favourite things, first world problem, and this is where yeah. we are. We're in the first and world, so that's okay. Exactly. And I always think of like a young woman in a war-torn country who, who would look at us being all tortured and like, oh, I don't like my body and oh, I'm feeling insecure about this. And they're like, can you actually just get it together? Because you've mm. got all the resources, you've got all the means. Can you actually just enjoy your life and your healthy kids and just get it together? And so I always <laughs> think of her and I'm like, get it together, babe. Just get yeah, it together. You put it pretty good. And just, in, yeah. And I found that really freeing and really helpful. I mean, God, so many t- 
tears were shed that just came out of nowhere. Like I'd sit down and be like, yeah, I'm really good. I'm feeling great. And he'd ask one question, I'd be like, so I found it a more intense experience than I probably ever thought. But um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Helpful. Thank you for sharing that because I've seen, um, you know, therapists and counsellors over the years also around pregnancy. I had quite bad Mm. anxiety with my Mm. first one. Certainly Mm. seeing someone and actually being able to speak to it with a really uh, different perspective on and being able to look in was amazing for me and just uh, gave me a bit of reality check. And I heard a really interesting Mm. quote the other day was, you can't see the label from inside the jar. Mm. And I was like, hmm, there we are. That was the problem. Couldn't see where I was because I was stuck in the jar. So deep in it, exactly. And I think that's even when we talk to friends, even then they don't know the spiralling that can be going on in your head or just the the frustration and the toing and froing and the shooting and cooting and blah, 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 blah. So sometimes just vomiting it out to someone and then instead of them being like, no, you're amazing. No, oh, my God, you're killing it on Instagram or whatever. You're like, yeah, 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 I'm not looking for like a a boost. I just sit next to me and hold my hand. Yeah, I just need something to, and that's why friends, so well-meaning, but they don't have the tools to give you what you need. Then you need to just kind of get it out and then someone to ask you deep and meaningful questions that you (laughs) think you don't have an answer for but they are there they are within you you know it's about the questioning yes and the long pause (laughs) (laughs) and what else and the what else yeah yeah no it's really good and I um I just think nowadays so many people like that it just isn't a thing anymore like there's not that stigma around it so much like I've got male friends in their 30s like early 30s that tell me about being a psychologist I'm like yes do it. Job. Yeah, Good it's almost job. a bit of a responsible thing to do now. I it? completely agree. Yeah, when you grow up and be an adult, you can't know everything. So yeah. that yeah. would be remiss of us to think that we could. Yeah, no, I think it's a really excellent thing to do. Also, we yeah. are on the same page there. Yeah. So tell me, what do you think is the most important thing about mindset when it comes to, you know, your self-worth and loving your body? What, if you could just give one piece mm. of wisdom to everyone in the world, what would it be around my mindset? I think... I don't know if this is about mindset, but I think that when it comes to your body and all of those things, knowing how you want to feel is like a really important thing that 99.9% of the clients that I speak to initially are like, ah, oh, I don't know. Mm. I just know how I don't, or like, I know that this was shit or I want to lose five kilos, but what about how you want to feel? Yeah. What does an ideal day in your life look and feel like? Who's there? What are you doing? And I think so much of that is drummed out of us because it's like go to uni get a job have kids get married daily grind like just you know do the things and I am very much of that like what do you what does your heart desire yeah <laughs> like what do you actually want and where can you find little bits of that when you go off and dream where can you find the bits of that to bring back to your daily grind so then it isn't yeah. as much of a, a chore and you can find those moments of those good feelings feelings you know and so I don't even know I mean that is mindset but I think the biggest thing that people are doing is just starting to go when it comes to health or like I just want to love my body or like I just want Mm ABCD or I should eat better I should exercise or I should get a better job but it's like but how do you want to feel what will it look like what does success 
success look like? Where is this healthiness kind of, what's the end goal? And not the goal of the weight loss, but the feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah. so begin um, with the end in mind. And I think that, yeah. that probably links back to your future pacing that you're saying, you know, totally. you, you can't actually go any direction if we don't know where we're going. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why so many women do just yo-yo, like, oh, I'll do Michelle Bridges for 12 weeks. And then it's like, but what's the goal of, like, what happens then? And lots of people do have success with that, but more often I get people being like, oh, I've tried everything. I've done everything. And yep. I'm like, let's start with the feelings first yeah. before the action, which is then very deeply ingrained into us to be like, but I want to go now. Like I want to do the thing. So it's kind of, kind of a bit of um, you got to meet people where they are while also yep. trying to teach what you think they need. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. What is the uh, saying? Feed the ego and give to the soul. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. So do you have a bit of a process that you go through with your clients when they come on board with you? So we are starting to implement that and put that into place. So I have this week, we have started our first five-day kickstart. So people come in through the kickstart and that is making one commitment to yourself for the five days. So this came from me feeling quite depleted and lethargic for quite some time. Yeah. And I was like, right, I just need to cut out booze, cut out coffee and see if I feel any better, which is like, for me, a very big deal. <laughs> and anyway, did it for five days and was like, wow, I actually got a blood test, all the things that I tell clients to do. And then I did it and was like, right, everyone has to do this. And it's not the coffee or the booze, it's the commitment to yourself so that you get a quick win of that feeling of pride, that feeling of like, shit, I did something that I said I was going to do for myself and now I feel great or I hated every day of it but I did it you know what yeah. I mean like not to torture or restrict or de deprive yourself but to learn something and kind of to see what going without coffee felt like but you did it you know what I mean yeah. um so that is now in as an entry point into she moves so mm -hmm. that you can and hopefully people do you know eat some really healthy food for the week and be a little bit more mindful about what they're doing for that week rather than and kind of make the time for it for the first week so then you're building up from a better start point does yeah. that make sense yeah mm. so then once people have come through the uh the five-day kickstart then mm. they join your online program and what does yes. that involve what does the online program actually moves look yeah. like feel like yeah so it's a, a facebook group and uh i go live in there at the moment three mornings a week monday wednesday and friday at 6 a.m so people can join live with me at six or they can do it later or whenever they want so it's uploaded and then they comment when they're done and then I will always comment back so you know the other day someone's like oh first workout back after my baby I got five minutes in before they needed cut also did some squats with the baby and it's like amazing well done yeah. so you don't just feel alone doing it yeah. you feel excited and like someone actually gives a shit that you're there because I really do <laughs> and so then we've also got the membership space so if people aren't on Facebook or don't want to go scrolling and all of that sort of stuff it's all on the membership site so it's quite easy to navigate now which is great awesome and what yeah. is the website to find that or do they find do people find you on Facebook Instagram yeah. Facebook yeah. Instagram um, Instagram is at she underscore moves underscore <laughs> and then the website is www.shemovesonline.com 
moveonline.com.au, awesome. which is a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> no, shemovesonline.com.au and Instagram yes. is uh, she underscore moves underscore underscore. Yes. Awesome. So before we finish up today, what is your go-to for when you, you know, how you sometimes get in a funk and you know you're in a funk and you know you need to get out of a funk? What's your go-to mm, to get out of a funk? Probably some loud music, mm-hmm. some trashy tunes. Oh, trashy. Do you um, go swears or um, no swears? What's your genre? What do you, what swears? Like swear words. Ah, oh, um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> I love swearing. <laughs> I probably <laughs> wouldn't know. Mine would probably be like some. Um, like I've really gone quite trashy of late, like probably like something Taylor Swift or like just something really Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which once again, those beliefs about yourself back in the day, I would have been like, I can't listen to Taylor Swift because it's just not cool. So okay. it it's up, really girlfriend. great and it's great fun music. So yeah, just some vibe, and also because the kids are around, they'd get annoyed if it was some like cool indie thing. Yeah, and then just a bit of a dance. Like often, I find if you're in a funk, it's like once again that future pacing. I'm so many days with the kids, been like, what would be happening? Why are there days when I feel really happy? and great and like a cool fun mum but today I feel like a total bitch yeah. <laughs> and I'm like okay what would I be doing on a really cool day like fun day it was a fun day what would I be doing and then yeah. do that yeah exactly yeah. so music or like running around or playing hide and seek even though you can't be bothered always yeah. helps yeah yeah awesome. yeah and uh your top five tips for any upcoming I guess upcoming leaders business owners she moves has been going for one and a half mm-hmm. years now what you know, what are your top five tips for those that are looking to forge their own path? Uh, I think if I can take my own advice on this one is don't look at what everyone else is doing. Don't think you should be five years ahead when you're just starting out. Yeah. Be grateful and patient and have a deeper knowing that if you have a vision of something, it will happen. Um, but patience, oh, it's not my it's not my strong suit. I'm, I'm right there with you. Patience is not... <laughs> It's not my thing. Um, I think, again, this is all advice I'm just giving to myself is consistency, show up consistently. And just I think the biggest thing is whatever you think you would want or need is probably what other people or whatever you're having a million conversations with your girlfriends about means that other people are saying the same thing. So speak to that and, you know, give value on that. But, yeah, Yeah. once again, these are all advice for myself to take. It's amazing. And I think it's so true. Whatever you're talking about, there's probably other people wondering um, and wondering and looking to ask the same question as well. So, yes, yeah, get it out there. Totally. Did I ask you the questions? I think I, I did. Know. Yeah, I think I did. Well, oh, thank it. you. Oh, no, we nailed a solid <laughs> effort, team. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining me today on the podcast. I will put the links to your handles and your website and everything into the show notes. Awesome. But thank you, thank you, Bridie. It has been awesome Friday from she moves thank you for having me thank you thank you so much for joining me today if you enjoyed this episode on the made for more podcast please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes and of course five-star reviews are always welcome on the apple podcast if you'd like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today check out madeformore.com.au forward slash podcast and of course if we aren't connected already you can find me in all the usual places ali nitschke on linkedin ali.madeformore on facebook 
and Instagram. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you again soon. Bye-bye.